Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of On the Bright Side. I'm your host, Caroline Susco. And let me tell you, life has been crazy lately. This podcast just starting and taking off has been so exciting and there's just been so much going on and I love it. And I just want to take a second to say I love you guys and appreciate you guys. So thank you so, so much. And today we have another special guest joining us on the pod. So let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a master instructor at SoulCycle in California, where she motivates others and brings confidence, enthusiasm, and positivity to the podium. And let me tell you, when I came across her on Instagram and TikTok, I couldn't help but to just notice all the positivity she held within her and all the positivity she radiated out. And I was like, who other than this girl to be coming on this podcast? And if there's anyone living on the bright side, it's definitely her. So with that little introduction, let me welcome our latest guest, Jamie Artsis. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. So let's just start. How about you just tell us a bit about yourself? Give us a little introduction to all things Jamie. Cool. Well, um, born and raised in Southern California, uh, been an athlete my entire life, uh, mm-hmm. played D1 soccer at University of Michigan. So moved out there for college, obviously, and then came back here because I'm a California girl at heart and honestly could not deal with the cold weather. I don't know how you guys Mm -hmm. deal with it in the East Coast and Midwest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just like been an athlete my whole life. And since college and graduating, I like needed something else to kind of fulfill that like competitiveness and also like team feeling, but also like pushing myself and I came across SoulCycle and the rest was history. But before that, I worked in marketing at Nike and Sony Pictures. And, um, you know, it was fun. It was great. It was good experience, paid well, but it just wasn't really, I still love marketing, but I just couldn't do the whole like nine to five desk job situation like I needed to be up I needed to be moving I kind of have a little bit of ADD Mm -hmm. and I just like needed to do something that kind of like spoke to my soul and so I was a writer at Soul Cycle and then became an instructor and like I'm sure we'll get more into that now I live in Newport Beach Um, I moved from LA to Newport because Mm -hmm. I just couldn't deal with like the traffic (laughs) and yeah Yeah. all that so no but I definitely agree I was talking to my mom the other day and I was like I definitely want to do something with social media and podcasting because I I'm just always have energy. So I'm like, I can't sit at a desk. Nine to yeah, five. I was absolutely like, not, not. I mean, honestly, like praise the people who can, like mm-hmm. you guys are awesome. I just, that's, I can't do it. <laughs> no, I just have too, too, too much energy for that. And I like yeah. talking and moving. And yeah. But yeah. So before we get into the topics, I like to start by saying something we're both grateful for, because I think it's important that we just take time to focus on the good we have. Absolutely. If you want to start with your grateful thing, you go for it. I mean, the first thing I think of is my family, specifically my mother and my grandmother. Like they are my rock. They have been there for me since day one, obviously, but you know, I'm just so grateful for their love and support. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people sometimes don't have that. And that's something that I am super grateful for. Like, I don't think I could honestly, like live my life without them. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're my best friend, especially my mom. Like she just, she'll Mm -hmm. do anything for me. And I just, 
I love her more than anything. And I'm so grateful for her just support and like that, whatever I want to do, whatever roads I cross or any obstacles I face, she's there without a heartbeat. And I'm super grateful for that. So yeah, no, definitely me too. Like my mom for this podcast, she's been my rock. She's been my behind the scenes, my momager. I love <laughs> that yeah. so much. So I totally agree with that. Um, so for my grateful thing is I'm grateful for social media. I mean, sometimes it can be a curse, but it's mm-hmm. also been able to bring like me and you together and like see other people's journeys and be able to communicate with people and lift each other up. Cause right. I feel like social media can go both ways. One, it could be a negative, but I feel like lately it's gone into more positivity. So yeah. That, that makes sense. So everyone's totally. like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. agree more. Okay. So now I want to know all about your cycling journey, how you got. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sorry. I kind of like jumped ahead at the beginning, but no, don't worry basically like after college, I worked in marketing for like several years. And like I said, like growing up, I was a very competitive soccer player, like did mm-hmm. ODP Olympic development program, did intense club soccer, went to university of Michigan and got recruited there to play. Um, and honestly, I would have kept playing except I had like too many concussions and had to stop like after college so came back home to California um worked in marketing at Nike and Sony Pictures and loved it but needed something more I needed something to kind of like feed my soul feed no pun intended feed (laughs) like um just like that competitive drive spirit I started running a lot after college soccer and like it just got so boring for me and like I couldn't really find like a a fitness activity that I loved. I yeah. I'm not like a huge fan of boot camp. I know people are obsessed with it. I just couldn't get on like I just can't. No, me neither. I, not and me. so yeah. And so, you know, did Soul Cycle, went to a class, fell in love with it, mm-hmm. started becoming like an actual customer and was obsessed while working at Sony Pictures. And it kind of like the two roads were going along parallel with each other. And I just couldn't do the whole nine to five job. I was tired. I didn't feel like, I don't know. I didn't just, I didn't feel like it was like speaking to my soul. You know, I didn't feel like this was what I was supposed to be doing. And so I quit my job at Sony and I was like, dude, I, I need to be an instructor. Like I ride the bike. I practically ride the podium for the instructors. Mm -hmm. I know I can do this. I know I want to do this. I want to inspire others. I want to like be part of a team again. And so um, I auditioned and the audition process is kind of intense for SoulCycle. Um, That's what I've heard. Yeah. You have to, you have like an, I don't know what it is now, to be honest, like they change Mm -hmm. it up a lot, but did like an in-person audition and I missed the LA audition. So I like flew out to Texas overnight to audition. The dedication for that. Yes. Um, (laughs) And ended up making it. I think like for a lot of instructors, it take probably like two to three times to get a call back. That's just kind of what I've heard. I was fortunate enough to just get the call back first time. And so then there was a phone interview process. They pretty much just want to like, make sure like you're in it for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, then I flew out to New York and had, um, training camp it was pretty much like three months intense where we got coached and trained and basically taught how to be an instructor by like the masters of soul cycle um you wouldn't think it was that much like that whole thing oh yeah 
I mean, That's first, all, yeah, like I know a lot of other, like, I don't know what it's like for other companies, but I just know Soul takes it really seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that and then flew back and started my journey and it was, I loved it, but it's hard being a big an instructor at the beginning. I mean, I don't think a lot of people like actually know on the other side of it. Um, but you know, you're dri- especially like in California, you're driving around from studio to studio. Like I remember going to like Malibu, Calabasas to Newport beach to like Santa Monica. And like you're driving up and down the coast and with traffic and the amount of classes you're doing. And as a new instructor, like not a lot of riders are coming to your class because they don't know who you are. Like it's taxing and it's like physically and emotionally exhausting. I yeah. feel like. I can relate to that, not the same level, but like with podcasting and starting this, it's been a long ride. Oh, yeah. You have to get your name out there just like you have to do for Soul Cycle. And yeah. like you work so hard to get there that you just want yeah. it to get the right um, attention that you deserve right. for with it. So I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And even mm-hmm. if you are the best of the best, you have to literally just put your head down, focus, and keep hustling. And have patience and keep believing in yourself because I mean, especially in this world, like no one's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Number Mm -hmm. one, number two, like no one's going to put in the effort and work for you. You have to do it yourself as well. And, um, ego gets in the way, you know? So like when you're not getting the time slots you want, I'm just talking like from my like line Mm -hmm. of work, like, or you're not having the amount of writers in your class that you want, or, and you still know, like you're the best, like, it's an ego trip. You're like, what the F? How much longer until I get more people in my class or how much longer until I get a certain time slot or how much longer until people know who I really am, you know? And it's, Mm -hmm. I think it's like that with anything in life, with anything, you got to start from the bottom and you have to work your way up and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes commitment and it takes continuing to believe in yourself. So that's kind of like where the journey started. And um, so you have to fill me in on this to be a master instructor. Do you start as a regular instructor and like work yourself? Up? Yeah. So okay. like you start as an instructor and then you can get promoted to, Oh God. Oh my God. They're going <laughs> to kill me. Cause I like actually <laughs> know the levels, but I think there's like, and it's, it's changed so much throughout the years, but I think it's been like the beginning. Yeah. And then you get like, I think it's like level one, level two, level three, senior master, but, um, it takes years. Yeah. It takes no, years the dedication. And- the dedication yeah. from what you said is crazy. Kudos to you for doing that and uh-huh. staying with what you want to do. Cause I know us going to college and stuff, everyone thinks the normal path is a nine to five job. And like, just to be able to do something different with that and follow yourself and just know as long as you're happy, it'll work. Well, I mean, when I was in college, it's so different than you guys now. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like you can literally do anything these days to like make a career, make money. Like it's, yeah. It's honestly amazing. I, I kind of wish I could just reverse time a little bit, but I know um, I feel like social media <laughs> has helped with that too. And like TikTok yeah. and all that, just getting on that. And- yeah. You can just, it's, there's so much more access to being your own business for mm-hmm. yourself now versus working for someone else. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So when you were becoming a soul cycle instructor, did you always have a positive relationship with cycling? Because I know my friends and people who are in that type of career and have an interest in working out, they became like fixated on their workouts and always think, how can I do better? How can I do more? And especially with like a career like that, that's kind of how you work your way up sort of. So did you ever have a bad relationship, a good relationship or how did that work? Well, 
I think I've pretty much always had a healthy relationship with it just because like I said, I've always been an athlete. So like Mm -hmm. fitness has always just been part of me and my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say when I was like a rider, I was kind of obsessed with it in terms of I was going three, four times a week and that's a lot of money. (laughs) Um, but it was because I couldn't really find anything else I loved. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't think it was unhealthy because here's the thing with it. If you're like obsessed with something, the word obsessed is we look at it and it's like not necessarily a great word, Mm -hmm. but the thing is, if it makes you feel good and it makes you feel healthy and it makes you feel complete, I'm all for it. The thing is, anything is about like balance and having a good relationship with something. So like, you know, practice makes improvement, right? So the more you practice, the more you go at something, you're going to get better. So whether that's you as a writer or you as an instructor, like the more you do it, the better you get, period. So I'm all for continuing to just do it as much as you can. Now, when you want to like win at something, you have to sacrifice certain things in your life or, Mm -hmm. and you know, like I remember playing soccer, you have to sacrifice your social life. Sometimes you have to sacrifice going out with friends or I don't know, sleep or like traveling on vacation or whatever the hell it is. If, if something's important to you, that is your priority and you can't do it all. So I think my relationship with cycling and a bike has always been healthy just because I've always want, wanted to be the best. And in order to do that, you have to practice over and over and over again to get there. So for people who have a struggle with exercising and wanting to be the best, but in like an unhealthy way, what advice do you have for them to be able to still continue with what they love, but do it in a healthy way? Look, I mean, there are times when I like look at my life and I'm like, okay, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. That's not okay. And I would say that to myself. I would say that to anyone else. It's great to put a lot of your efforts into something, but you got to have a balanced life. You have to have other avenues that fulfill your soul a little bit or make you feel good. You can't depend on cycling. You can't depend on social media. You can't depend on a certain person to like fill your cup up. Because if you're depending on that one thing and it doesn't satisfy you the way that you are wanting it to, you're screwed. You know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of need to have like a handful of things to pick from to fill that cup up. No, that was, that was a good response. That was a good one. Um, So I've been to a soul cycle class in New York city, like three years ago, I went there. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun and it was my first time. So even like the, um, not even just the instructor, like the people around me, they were so inspiring and they were cheering me on just because I was new there and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I remember going out of there and I was like, I feel so motivated, so happy. And that's just kind of like the feeling I want to give to other people's how you give that to your cyclers is how I want to be able to give that to my listeners. Oh, I love that. I remember when I saw you on my TikTok for you page, I was like, oh, she's so motivating. And you know exactly what to say to these people to get them hyped up. (laughs) And it's such positive, motivating things. So how do you find a positive mindset and how do you maintain it? Well, look, anything I say in class, it's what I would want to hear. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking BS. I'm not just pulling out quotes out of my butt. It's something that I like kind of need to hear for myself to keep pushing myself. So I just say that to others. At the end of the day, like life's hard. And what I love about the room and coaching on a bike is it's a replication of what life is like. Life is hard. It's ups, it's down. Sometimes you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes you 
are worried or scared, like you're going to fail or you're going through something and it's really hard and you don't know if you're going to get through it. And it's the same thing in the room on the bike. Sometimes you're like, yes, I have it. And sometimes you're like, holy, like, I can't keep going. I can't Mm -hmm. take another step. I can't do it. And the word can't, and like, I don't know. And like, it's too hard. It's all negative shit that's in your head. And with that negative self-talk, it's not going to get you anywhere. How is that going to get you anywhere in life, let alone in a workout class, you know? So like, what I like to tell my riders is, you can do it. It's just a matter of if you actually believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, you need to fake it until you actually do. Being negative, you know, like I said, the self-talk, if it's all negative and it's putting yourself down, you aren't motivated yourself to want to work hard Mm -hmm. because you've already failed. You've already like set yourself up for failure, telling yourself this is too hard. It's basically being like, all right, I'm out. I quit. And a lot of people, they do like to quit because they don't like to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. When you are uncomfortable, it challenges you in ways you don't think you can like go through with things because it's unfamiliar. And a lot of human beings are afraid to fail because it gets to their ego. Mm -hmm. So what I like to tell my riders is leave your ego to the side. It's not about your ego. It's about showing yourself that you can do it. Mm -hmm. And even if it feels impossible, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible. You just have to literally put one foot in front of the other and keep going and don't quit. Leave everyone else who's afraid to go for the challenge, leave, let them quit. Not you. You are not like respect yourself more than that. You work too hard in life to quit. It's a matter of respecting yourself. Treat yourself like you are your own best friend. You, you should be your biggest supporter, your number one fan, your best friend. If your best friend calls you and says, I can't do this. This is too hard. Are you going to say, yeah, I think you should quit. Hell no. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going to be like, no, you need to get up go at it and, and fight because you can do it. Just, I was going to actually quote, I was, I was just going <laughs> to say, like, Kardashian, she's like, get your mask up and work. But you don't know, unless you try, go for it, fight. And if you get knocked in your ass, get right back up and do right. it all over again. I'm a Pinterest person. So I like going all those quotes and stuff, and looking <laughs> up. but there was one and it was like, if you can't do something, you put the word yet at the end of it. Like, I can't do it yet. Cause you're like putting it out yes. there. that you're going to do it at some point. Yes. It might not be right now, yes. but you yes. have in you to do it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's like, if you put everyone on this earth or, okay, that's being a little dramatic. Okay. Let's say, have you ever ran a marathon before? No. <laughs> okay. But I, so, I get, I get it. Okay. Neither have I. Right. But like, mm-hmm. if, if you and I showed up to like run a marathon tomorrow and we didn't train or anything, we would get to the finish line. Why? Because in us, like, I know, I don't even like know you. I just met you today, but like, I know you can do it. It, Are you going to get like a PR and like, you know, be like all these other, probably not, you know, maybe you will, who knows, but like, you're going to get to the finish line. It's not a matter of when you get there or how you get there, but you're going to get there. I, I like to tell the people in my room, if you can't run and walk, if you can't walk, crawl if you can't crawl like dig your fingernails into the ground Mm -hmm. and just keep moving forward because time time is not stopping for us it's not the the clock is ticking and we can't just pause time and be like okay like I'm ready now like no it's not about that we have to go for shit even like when we're not ready Mm -hmm. even when we feel we're not ready because most of the time like you will figure out a way to get through it to fight through it so with like burnouts because I'm guessing with all the cycling classes you do is that kind of the same 
focus you have to like that energy to just keep going, keep crawling, keep working? Yeah. I mean, look, it's hard. It's challenging, especially my class. It's very challenging, but it's more than just a physical workout, like to challenge my riders. Like they're my team really to dig deep mentally and emotionally and figure out a way to push through. I tell them you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Life is about being uncomfortable. And it's like, you have to work through it. It's not going to be peaches and roses. It's the things you want aren't going to just come to you. Like you have to go get it. And most of the time you're not going to get there, but if you keep going, eventually you will. But if you don't try, like you're going to regret it. When I look out on the podium and I see half my team dying and, you know, like just looking like they want to <laughs> give up and quit. I just tell them what I would want to hear, which is you can do that. You, mm-hmm. If I can do this, you can do this. I don't care if it's your first day, your 500th day, like you can do it. You just have to practice. You just have to keep showing up and being consistent and eventually you'll get there. I love that you and all the instructors of Soul Cycle, they're so motivational and high energy, but sometimes I imagine like there's got to be people in your class who are just tired or maybe thinking this instructor is way too happy. Like, well, I can barely breathe. Like, you know, the Soul Cycle skit on have SNL. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Where they're just like going crazy, crazy, crazy energy. Yeah. So what do you do when there's people in your class at some points where they're just like, oh, it's a loss to keep them going and keep them getting through through your class? I mean, yell at them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, again, it's, I'm not here to hold your hand and be like, everything's going to be okay, sweetie. Like, I'm not here to feed your ego. I'm not here to make it easy for you. Like, that's right. just not that's my type of class. A lot of instructors, it might be like a slower pace, or it might be like about just the soul. Like for me, it's, it's about the soul, it's about the mind, and it's about challenging you physically as well. Uh, we train really hard. And there are people who sometimes they think that they can't do it, but that's the, that's the way that they're thinking, right? Like, it's like, it's all in their mind. Okay. So there's this thing that I used to say, like when I used to play soccer, it's called the winner's creed. I memorized it and I used to rehearse it before <laughs> every game. And it said, if you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but you think you can't, it's almost a cinch, you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For on the world, we find success begins with a person's will. It's all in the state of mind. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster hand. They go to the one who trusts in God and always thinks I can. So basically, like, I don't care if it's your first day. I don't care if it's your 500th day on a bike in the room. Mm-hmm. Same like in life. Like, we're, some of us are new to things. Some of us have been doing it for a while. It's not about talent. It's about your will. It's about your drive. And it's about your mind. Stop putting yourself down. Stop telling yourself you can't do it. Your mind, your body's going to want to quit on you sometimes, especially in class. But Mm -hmm. I like to tell my riders about your mind. You have to like overpower your body and be like, I can do this. My body's just playing tricks on me. I'm just uncomfortable now. I can get through this. So I just try and be super motivational to them. Reinforce that they can do this, that I'm right here with them, that they have a team with them in the room. and that we're not going to let them stop or quit. We're, we're going to get them to the end of class. So. I love that. I love that. It's everyone working together, spreading positivity, spreading happiness. And that's like yeah. what you guys do in that soul cycle room. It's like a super tight knit community in there. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to be real. Some days people are not positive. Sometimes people are quiet. Sometimes people are literally to themselves. And that's when it's up to me to push them 
as a unit um, and try and overcompensate for everyone else's energy and lift them up. You know, like everyone has a bad day. Everyone comes in there. Everyone's got shit going on behind the scenes. And sometimes that room in that room, they're just there to kind of unwind and unfold and relax and just do them. And so sometimes you have to respect that. I mean, there are days when I'm having a really bad day too, but for me, I have to leave it behind the curtain and show up for my team. And then on your Instagram and stuff, like those super fun promo videos for your cycle date, like you know what I'm talking about? Like, I feel like that also helps (laughs) people stay motivated and like, they look so much fun. The themes, like I saw the pool floaty one, that one, (laughs) that one, that one was so fun. And I was like, I got to get to her class because you know how to board these people, but like in a fun way. Party too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so do you have any big cycle theme events coming up that you can talk about? Um, my my go-tos are always my live DJ rides. Mm-hmm. I go all out with the confetti and the fire and the dance bombs and like it's we decorate the place. It's really fun. Um yeah. we will probably do one in probably end of August, beginning of September. But the like annual one, if anyone's listening, I always have a birthday ride in December and I do a DJ ride and I go all out like probably like all my savings that I've saved throughout the year like I just uh-huh. spend it all on this ride so uh-huh. um, no, it looks so fun <laughs> so people listening look out for December December well, definitely <laughs> guys we'll definitely keep them updated because <laughs> that, that I, I was watching it was crazy how fun it looked so what are your passions or int- interests beyond cycling that's a great question um <laughs> You know, I'm kind of a basic girl by basic, meaning like doesn't take much to make me happy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a sun baby. I love lying out by the pool or the beach. I love traveling. I love being with friends and just messing around, dancing, doing TikToks. Like, you know, it's just, just the, the little simplest thing. things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. I saw some of your traveling stuff. Like, is, do you go a lot of places? Because it seems like you do. I try to again it's one of the things that makes me really happy you know even like a quick 48 hour trip to Mexico like let's go yeah (laughs) and I feel like soul cycle just being an instructor that opens so many doors of fun things and stuff yeah it's cool because there's so many studios around the country and you know you can teach anywhere really like I've taught in New York I want to go teach in New York again yeah you have to let me know if you do because I will totally yeah yeah I'm three hours from the city yeah Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw you too, like going, um, what was it, MTV Awards? Like that's so much fun. Oh yeah, my best friend, she's uh, she's kind of in the public eye. So she does all these fun things and mm-hmm. invites me when when she so can. Fun. So yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what career goals and dreams do you have that you still want to achieve? Woo! That is, uh, <laughs> I'm hitting them all. <laughs> that's a loaded one. Um, <laughs> I wish I could like give you like a 20 list mm-hmm. like answer. Um, um, one yeah. thing I can talk about is, you know, because of this career and because of my efforts in kind of branding myself, I've kind of branded myself as Jamie Cycle at Soul Cycle. Right. And in doing so, like I've gained a lot of followers throughout the world. And so my next kind of step is, you know, I just taught in Guadalajara. Mexico um that's awesome yeah it was it was amazing it was honestly one of the best experiences ever um I want to continue traveling around the world and teaching spin and just kind of branching out and um expanding that community um because at the end of the day like this job it's so much more than just 
a physical workout. It's about community and it's about gaining people. I mean, there's so many good people out there, you know, like, again, I just love connecting with human beings and knowing more and feeding their soul and them feeding my soul and changing their lives and also me gaining knowledge from other people and traveling around the world and and teaching spin is definitely on the priority for like the next couple of years so that's awesome I love that so is there anything else that we didn't cover that you'd like to tell anyone before we go yeah I mean I'm pretty sure this podcast reaches more of like the younger crowd. I think it's just like really important to spread a couple messages that I wish I really had ingrained when I was younger, which Mm -hmm. is number one, especially with like the world we're in and social media, like, yeah, it can be great, but it's also toxic. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop looking at the other side of the fence. Stay in your lane. You are meant to be on the path you're supposed to be at. Stop comparing yourself to her and her and him and him and like know and trust that like you are doing the best that you can with what's given to you and your time will come things that you want will happen you just have to keep grinding and keep going and keep you know moving forward and um, just positive mindset you know like stop letting the failures of life get you down Mm -hmm. there are so many times when I just want to like crawl up in a ball and cry because I didn't get something I wanted or like I didn't get that certain thing that I've been fighting for or I was just told no for this or whatever especially for students in their 20s or even how old are you me 20 20 yeah Yeah. you got you got some years ahead of you girl and like live it up you are so young still and like you have your whole life ahead of you enjoy the now because you know especially in school people were so worried about the future and jobs and all that but like life is going to be there it's it's hard it's always going to be hard it's always going to be challenging and life is always going to be there but the good times and like being young and not like having as many responsibilities as when you're older just really enjoy the process of being young and like having fun because it, once you get older, it's, uh, it's a little more that up. Yeah. Because yeah. you're only a kid once, you're only a teenager once, yeah. so just stay in those years and yeah. everything else will come when that yeah. time's already come. But one more thing, one more thing. Yes. Sorry, no, I'm like chatting now. Stop worrying about what other people think about you. Just mm-hmm. don't, don't do it. I remember when I was younger, I was so worried what everyone else thought. And that it took me years to like actually be confident in my own skin and like, no, like this is me, like, and own it. But when you're younger, sometimes you have the influence of your friends or social media or your parents or whatever. And of course, you know, you want to respect people's opinions and stuff, but ultimately it's all about like how you feel about yourself. When you go to bed at night and when you wake up in the morning, if you feel good about yourself, you can take on the world, the world. Mm -hmm. So believe in yourself. That's definitely something I had to work on. I just cared what other people thought. It took me like a good year, but then I was like, this is me. This is what I want to do. I'm yeah. happy with myself. And I know I have that positive yeah. energy to bring to people. And like, there you go. at the end of the day, like people are going to remember me for what I did, not what I looked like, or, you know, like all yeah. that. It's your life. It's your life. And it could end in a month. It can end tomorrow. So you have to do what literally makes you happy and no one else. Of course. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on and sharing of some of your journey. This is such a special episode and I'm so excited to share it. And thank you for always being so positive and spreading joy wherever you go. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Jamie's socials are linked in the description. And if you're listening from or plan to visit the Newport, California area, go take Jamie's class, have fun with her, get empowered and let me know how much fun it is. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have any topics, ideas, I'd love to hear them. So email me at onthebrightsidepod20 at gmail.com. And until next time, always remember to stay looking on the bright side. And I promise you it'll serve you really well. Love you guys. Bye.